Look, I got a testimony. I got to tell him what God did. I'm calling God the homie. He took me out of the mosh pit. I will contest the phonies. Separate demons and God's kids. I got to spread his word, so I'm going to show you who the God is. The word is my weapon. I move like a general. Hello everybody and welcome to today's episode of Walk With Me. I'm your host JJ. I'm so glad to have you walking with me today as we walk with Christ. I thank you for downloading and sharing this episodes, and thank you for all of the uh, visits to my sponsors that I've been seeing and I've been hearing about. Uh, the Also, we have uh, that sponsor with the Templar Chronicles 1, New Players. That book is amazing in the fact that it, it has actually uh, messages that we need in today's world and it is fiction so it's not like it's not like a documentary or something like that but uh thank you so much for visiting those sponsors thank you for visiting true bars he's a lyricist he is in his uh, he's on his journey now to finding god or actually is path to salvation because i always say that god isn't lost i and, and i'm starting to kind of develop a, a kind of a way against saying i found god because god wasn't lost we are so thank you all for uh, visiting that sponsor and exquisite creations if you have tiktok or social media um i think she does have tiktok i don't have tiktok but i have my own reasons for that we're not going to go into it on this podcast uh, thank you so much again for listening, downloading, sharing. It's, it's not about me. It's about you. And it's about God. And I just sit here behind the microphone for a couple moments every week. And we talk about this thing we call the Bible and how to apply it to every day in life. Hey, everybody. So now we are uh, going into continuing our walk through parables and gospel of Jesus Christ and one of some of the real ministries that he had done. Remember the ministries that he had done as far as healing the sick and, and opening blind eyes and stuff like that. These were just, these were signs to kind of prove who he was. And this was to set up the fact that Jesus was going to teach a lot of things through parables. And these parables were to mean several things to several people, but they all had a particular meaning that Jesus was ready to or trying to uh, impress upon people, anybody who was willing to listen. It would, but let's make sure that we are aware that just because it says, that, you know, this is a parable and you get to take it any kind of way or it means several different things, it does not mean that you get to take it any way that you want to take it. It doesn't mean that you could just kind of, you know, take these things out of context because context is important. Context is actually very critical to what is in the Bible and what that message is supposed to be. So we last week we talked about the parable of the soul. Today we're going to talk about two parables. So we're going to kind of move a little quickly here. We're going to talk about the pearl of great price. And then the talents. Now, each one of these parables, you could take three hours and and talk about them. I myself have spoken about the talents to some congregations. But right now, we're just going to talk about what is in the Bible and, and how it is. So, the pearl of great price. 
and you're going to find this in Matthew chapter 13. Um, and you're going to, and again, we give the scripture and we talk about a scripture. And I know you're going to say it if you listen to this podcast more than twice. You're going to say it with me. Read a first a verse or two above or a verse or two below, but preferably the whole chapter, right? So, with that being said, Matthew chapter 13, 45 and 46. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a merchant man seeking good pearls. When he had found one of great price, when he sold all that he had and bought it. Now, if I remember right, there's one translation that says he found the pearls in a field. So, and, and you know, that, that makes a lot of um, a lot of scholars tend to think that the pearl was lost, just like humanity was lost. And so this merchant man, because God is wealthy among above any measure of wealth, he went and sold everything he had to go and rescue that lost thing. He had to buy the field to get that lost thing, which was you. And so a lot of a lot of scholars tend to associate the pearl with you um, as you being a lost person as I being a lost person God selling everything that he had to come back and save us I know it sort of sounds weird when you put it out that way but a lot of scholars really believe that and it kind of takes a lot of sort of debate and discussion to you know to kind of get exactly where they're coming from but that's where they that's where they go with that and I, I say they because I tend to, it, to me, it seems as if the, um, the scriptures were talking about something a little bit different. And the fact that we spend a lot of our lives, all of our lives, trying to improve where we are. We, we, want, to, we want to improve our houses. We want to improve our, our relationships. We want to improve even when we start living for God, we want to improve our walk with God. We want to improve our friendships. We want to improve our jobs. Everything we are on, it's almost like a continuous, um, a continuous trek of improvement. And I know that's not everybody. Some people, some people are just improving how to be unimproving. Some people are just improving the art of being lazy. That's a completely different podcast, a different subject. But I mean, anybody, it just seems like that that's what our our uh, our mission always seems to be constantly improving what we are wanting to improve at. So if that's the case, then this message sort of takes on a different meaning. Because what if all of the effort that we're putting into, everything that we've amassed, and we find something that is so valuable, that it causes us to forsake all that other stuff we were chasing and go and find a way to acquire this pearl, acquire this thing of much greater value. What if we stop chasing the, the, the high-powered jobs and working 96 hours a week because we just want to live for God now? We, we stop chasing the pleasure in acquiring worldly goods and we just want to live for God now. We stop chasing, you know, fornication. We stop chasing, you know, just whatever the sins are. There's a lot of the sins. Whatever sin it is, just plug it in. 
we stop chasing X sin and have found something that is much more valuable to us and have decided that this is going to be our thing of value. What if, what if that pearl is really symbolizing this? And so, and if you look at Matthew 16, 24 and 25, it sort of, it sort of makes that fit a little bit better. Because Jesus said unto his disciples, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever shall save his life shall lose it, and whoever shall lose his life for my sake shall find it. So what if this pearl of great price was the fact that God sacrificed himself for us? He paid the ultimate price for you and I to 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 have a way to get to heaven. What if? What if that's what that really means? And it's, to me, it sort of the spirit sort of makes that junction a little bit better. Um, and again, a lot of these parables can go either way. They they mean a lot of different things, but there are certain core truths in them. You see, you're going about your your day. You're doing pretty good. You see something that's worth more than what you have. You sell everything you have and you buy this field get this pearl that's in this field, this pearl that was lost. So that's the way it that's the way it reads. Um, that's the way the spirit reads it to me. And so uh, the other pearl, the other pearl, <laughs> the pearl of wisdom as it was. The other thing we're gonna talk about today are the talents. Uh, this is a parable of talent. And the parable of talent is it sort of hits me raw. Because for a long time, I thought that when you say the word talent, and you and I, when we, we speak the word talent, we're thinking, oh, that guy can play the piano very well. That guy can write very well. Or JJ has a nice podcast voice. He can do that very well. Or you have, uh, you can play the violin very well. Or whatever that talent is that you have that you do very well. And, but then, what if it means something different? So, basically, these talents are going to ask you a question. What do you do with your life? Okay. The talents really represent, does represent some of the things that God gave us, like a good voice, or good mindset, or, you know, uh, an acumen for mechanics, or whatever that thing. God gives us these talents. God gives us these things. And it tells us, it kind of asks us, what are we doing for the kingdom of God rather than for the kingdom of the world? So, being that being said, the man who travels away to a far country does represent God. And before he left, he distributed this this money. Because in, in biblical terms, talents is money because it's something of great value. In this day and age, we use our talents to make money, right? So it's sort of, it, it, it really starts to key in when you think of it that way. Uh, so he distributed five talents, two talents, and one talent. So every single servant is going to use the talents differently in this parable. Because you and I are going to use our talents differently. Some people don't like exposing their talents. Some people will use their talents to the utmost ability. And some people will just kind of be in the middle of the road. 
You know, so the one who had the most talents uses talents the most. And he, he invested with his talent, he used his talent, the investment paid good dividends. And I'm still speaking money here because we all understand that. Um, I was listening to, um, I was listening to somebody, uh, I can't remember where I heard it, but it made so much sense. That they were talking about the difference to the way people used to sing and the way people sing now. And they were talking about how people who, who used to sing, like back in the 90s or the 2000s, they have a much different sound because they spent 10, 15,000 hours singing before they put out an idol or pull out an album, put out a song. Meanwhile, like artists of these days in the 2020s, they literally go from Burger King to the studio and lay down a track and all of a sudden it's a great hit. So basically they were saying that they spent so many time, so, so many hours and so many days and so many weeks developing this talent and developing these things and developing themselves whereas the people now are not really developing it they're just throwing it out there you like it you like it and people are accepting it and buying it so what's the point and it doesn't have as much value as the people who used to do that so that being said the person with the most talents used them and it paid off very well and even with the guy with the two talents who maybe didn't have as much talent he still put, he still did the work he still invested and it still paid off but there was a one servant who was afraid to risk everything now this right here is generally where where a lot of us fit and I hate to say this but we're talking about living for God now we're not talking about you and I um having a talent but some of us are just so afraid of failure we're so afraid of going missing everything and disappointing God that we will turn around and hide the talent that God gave us now where is this whole parable found uh, Matthew 24 14-25 going to read it for the kingdom of heaven is that man traveling into a far country who called his own servant and delivered unto him his goods. Now keep in mind, this is his own servants. This is not people that are in the world. This is people who are already servants of this man. Well, in this case, if the man traveling away is the Lord, then we're talking about the servants being Christians. Yes, the servants are in fact Christians. And unto one he gave five talents, unto to another two, and to another one. In other words, he gave one guy five talents, the other guy two talents, the other guy one talent. And he gave that, he gave it out according to the ability of the person he was giving it to. Then, he that received five talents went and traded with the same and made them another five talents. And likewise, he that received two also gained two. But he had received one went and digged in the earth and hid his Lord's money. And after a long time, the Lord of the service come and reckons with them and said um, Lord thou delivers unto me five talents I'm sorry I missed the line and he that had received five talents came and brought five other talents saying Lord thou delivers unto me five talents behold I have gained beside them five talents more and the Lord said to him well done you good and faithful servant 
you've been faithful over a few things, I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou to the door of thy Lord. He also received, he that also received two talents came and said, Lord, thou deliverest unto me two talents. Behold, I have gained two other talents beside them. And the Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant, and thou hast been faithful over a few things, thou will make thee ruler over many things. Come down to the door of the Lord. And, he, and then which he had received one talent, came and said, Lord, I knew you were a hard man, reaping what thou hast not sown, and gathered what thou hast not strove. And I was afraid, and went and hid my talent in the earth. And there, what you've given me is now yours. Now, let's just stop right there. Two couple things to pick out here. And of course, all of this is important, but there's a couple things to pick out here as we analyze ourselves, because this is what the talents are, this is what these parables are for us to do. Analyze ourselves. Not analyze somebody that you met at work, not somebody, you know, analyze somebody in the pew next to you. Analyze yourself, analyze myself, analyze JJ's self. If God figured that I can hold five talents, God already knows what I can, what I can do. God already knows what you can do. And God knows what anyone else can do. So God's going to give you these talents. Your job is to analyze yourself. Use these talents to go get more people. Well, when you say, well, JJ, he, he gave you talents to go get more talents. Okay. What is the purpose of growing the kingdom? The, the purpose of growing the kingdom is not about growing money. And I know a lot of people preach this as this some some sort of financial doctrine, and that, that is a complete no. Let's not use that word. It's a complete perversion of that script of that scripture set. This is not necessarily a, a doctrine of uh, financial wealth, because the Lord already the Lord of these servants already had enough wealth, and the Lord of this wealth gave it freely to people who could handle it and the Lord was upset that the one didn't give it back didn't bring one back the Lord the, the, the servant that had the one talent only brought the one didn't bring another so it's really not about not losing money and it's really not about financial wealth like I said a lot of people preach it that way but this is about using your talents to bring someone else with seven talents what are you talking about, JJ? Why is it that we we tell people in our churches we sort of almost create this um, this this in sort of a a stigma that you have to be poor to be saved? This is not true. Being poor or being saved doesn't matter if you're poor or rich. You should be able to if if you have. The, the talent. If God gave you the talent, in other words, the thing that is worth a lot of money, or the thing that is worth a lot of salvation, the space and the opportunity to reach out to someone, that's what you're supposed to do. Even if God only gave you the idea, even if God only gave you the power to say, Jesus loves you, that's what you're supposed to do. That's the one talent. Jesus loves you. And there's some other people that'll be able to say, hey, you know what? Jesus loves you. And then be able to say, well, 
What's the plan of salvation? Well, you know what? Repent and be baptized in Jesus' name with the Holy Ghost. And then you have other people who can pick up the Bible and read it and talk about it and discuss it, debate it, and, and you know, cut through all of the false doctrines out there. That's the person with the five talents. That's the person with the five talents. And we we God recognizes, and just as much as we do, that not everybody's gonna have all those talents. Not everybody's gonna have all that ability. So God pushes them on that. Another part of the Bible that says, well, much is given, much is required. And this is what it's talking about. You are able to discuss the Bible. You are able to talk about it and not get upset and fly off the handle. You're able to say, hey, you know what? Jesus loves you. And you know what? I have a car. There's my two talent. And so I'm going to pick you up and bring you to church. And someone with one talent, maybe you're shy. Maybe you're reticent. That's one talent. Maybe you already know what the what you have to do. Well, you know what? Hey, listen, I, I heard about this podcast. Why don't you take a listen? Or, hey, you know what? Our church has an event this weekend. You want to come? That's it. That's your talent. That's the talent God gave you. That's all you have to do. And what the people going to say? No, I won't. No, I'm good. That's okay. You did your talent. You are going to reap your reward. Because remember, the only thing the Lord said was, you were faithful in a few things. And now I give you rule over me. He gave the same blessing to the person who had who brought back two talents as the same person who brought back five talents. The whole idea was that they were both faithful. They both did what they were supposed to do. And they both ended up doing the will of the Lord that sent them on this mission. Because he sent them on a mission. Now, I'm not saying you guys got to go to East Africa somewhere, Cambodia somewhere, and a missionary. I'm not saying that. I'm, telling, I'm telling you, right in your neighborhood, in your neck of the woods, right there. None of these servants had to travel. It was the Lord that did the traveling. And all he, all these guys did was they went out and they did, did a little faithfulness, practiced a little bit of faithfulness. Next thing you know, God actually gave them the increase. And they came back and presented it to the Lord and God said, well done. Now, the, the, the issue that a lot of people don't understand is that in Matthew 25 and 26, that the Lord called that servant that had the one talent wicked. Well, why did you, God, you already knew he couldn't handle it. That's why you only gave him one talent. But remember in the very beginning, he said, I will give you according to your ability. So being that you were able to actually use that one talent to bring another, but you were afraid of it. That's what makes you wicked, soft, and lazy. So the Lord answered and said to him in Matthew 25, 26, Matthew said, well, the Lord said, um, Thou wicked and lawful servant, thou knewest that I reap where I sow not, and gather where I have not grown. Now it's difficult, it's very difficult to work in fear. But when we're working for the Lord, we can't work in fear. Because our sole concern should only be about pleasing God. Even when it's uncomfortable for us. I'm not saying you can't be uncomfortable, but we shouldn't be working in fear. As a matter of fact, in 
1 John 4.18, it says there's no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear has torment. He that fears is not made perfect in love. If you love people, not even that, you love your soul, you love yourself. You want people to experience what you have. And that's the peace of living for God, the peace of having a, a joy, a peace of, of understanding that there is a there was a better life tomorrow than you happen today. And that's what the talents are all about. And these are the three big parables that Jesus spoke about. But this last parable was the one that will grab a lot of us by the ankles and say, hey, man, you need to be doing something different. And remember now, this parable was to the church. The other parables, eh, you can kind of take it how you want. But this parable, the one with the talents, is to the church. So, that being said, thank you so much for, for taking your time and spending with us today, walking in the Lord, walking Bible here. Again, my name is JJ. I'm your host for this podcast, Walk With Me. Like it, share it, download it, whatever options you have on the platform that you are listening to us on. I appreciate it. I really do. Tell it to someone else. You may actually be helping them as well. Check on them. Make sure you give them your love. Give them our love because we are a family of walkers here and I really do appreciate it. Thank God for each and every one of you. I love you all. God bless you. Everything I've been doing, give me a reason. Give me a reason. I got this spread the words of a genius. Words of a genius. Everybody needs to know who the leader. Who the leader. See, I do it for Jesus. Jesus. Everything I've been doing, give me a reason. Give me a reason.